0: not underestimate the power of
1: playstation beyond
0: beyond beyond Beyond. yeah yes What? what welcome to yeah, the, yeah. Right, beyond, thank so you okay now what? that we all said the we all said the four this the special word four times uh welcome everybody to beyond number 498 i'm max scoville that's brian altano that's andrew goldfarb but yeah. that's marty Sleva. stop stop it <sighs> It's not the that's not the show. No, it's not the show. That's the name. We are all very tired and we're back from E3, and E three is over. And there was lots and lots of coverage from E three that we did all of last week. Forty hours of live. Forty coverage. hours of live. You coverage. can find all of it on IGN.com. Yeah, and please. Just, com just, go IGN. and, just go and look at some of that. Please, there's so much out there. Uh we did a bunch of stuff. We did like we did a beyond episode from there, uh we did an up at noon. There's a bunch of interviews, a bunch of live presentations. It was all very cool and very exciting. One but, of the videos has kisses. Aww, what? Really? I don't know, maybe. Okay. Well Anyway, dog kisses
2: or like human kisses.
0: Lots of good stuff out there to check out. Uh, This episode is going to be kind of like kind of relaxed. We want to go over the stuff we didn't get a chance to talk about, the stuff we had hands-on time with. Uh, So, yeah, like let's just actually talk about our time at E3 and have have a nice a nice time with it. Uh,
1: E3 was it a good one? Yeah, I think it was a great one. Really? Yeah. Why does no one believe me? <laughs> really? You sure about that? Defend it. I mean, would you like? Where do you think this E3 stood? Sort of in the pantheon. Like in the like? Can, can, Does everything have to be goddamn <laughs> listed? <at> IGN.
0: <laughs> um, no, I mean, so so it obviously last year we got a ton of huge big announcements and surprises. Yeah. Yeah. And the year before that, it was a lot of that too. And I feel like coming out of this one, there was much more of almost a sense of. Kind of resignation, disappointment about well, it, but it's also like we're getting we're getting games. So I think know? one of yeah. the main
1: things is Sony, especially over the last few years, have had these E3 conferences that we walk away from being like, holy crap, that was amazing, because they show things like Shenmue 3 and Death Stranding and Final Fantasy VII Remake and a tease for Spider-Man, whereas we didn't really have that this year, especially at Sony. Uh, but what Sony did do was sort of double down on the promises of the last few years yep. and give us more in-depth looks into what we're going to be playing seemingly in the first half of 2018
3: yeah i mean that's what sean laden said right he said anything in the press conference that had 2018 in it is coming in the first half of 2018 Mm -hmm. whether or not that actually becomes true we know what usually happens with them is those things you know trickle over in the fall um but either way the the years this year has been awesome next year looks really good um i'm 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 excited for it like it it seemed like i like i'll put it this way all the predictions i made going into this were wrong
1: Every you literally one. got zero.
3: Literally zero. <laughs> uh, I thought we'd get a price drop because we got a new announcement from Microsoft. It seems like Sony was just like, oh, they're putting out a $500 console. Oh, we're going to just not Status do anything. We'll yeah. Just-
2: yeah, I mean, they're so far ahead. It's like, why not just operate in a vacuum at this point? Yeah. I mean, I thought the C3, I think it depends on what you want from it at this point. I think uh, for me, like, I... I I'm so excited for Detroit and Spider-Man and God of War that and like I love Shadow of the Colossus so like that actually was a huge surprise for me like That was a great surprise. I walked away really really happy with their conference. I think the people who go in expecting like every single bit of news to be at E3 were disappointed.
3: Yeah, they also wanted a new game to be announced every 30 seconds and um it's it's very tough. It's like you're at this position with E3 where you're trying to please everybody, right? And like half the people are like stop announcing stuff that doesn't have anything more than a logo
2: exactly like sony i really respect that this year that like they didn't nothing on their stage was just a logo yeah like everything had concrete like you know whether or not it's real or not we'll mm-hmm. see but like out the classes looked amazing and yeah. like, we got to see that with the announcement i think that uh that's really valuable i i hope we're getting away from the e3 trend of like God of War Seven coming. Well, I mean, never.
3: We're not because if you look at like IGN's just internal metrics, one of our most popular stories of the week was Metroid Prime Four Logo, basically, right? Yeah. Four
0: Loco. Yeah. Which <laughs> I, I drink that. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I, that's a good, that's a really good point. I think that Nintendo did a really good job of being like, "Hey, here's all stuff that's kind of coming out pretty soon." Like there were a few things that were like early 2018, but for the most part, they were like, "Here's stuff that we that's on the way." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and, mean, I,
2: their conference was fan fiction, though. Like for me, their conference was everything we wanted to hear but like notice that you know metroid and all that other stuff like the metroid and the core pokemon game which are the thing people are most mm-hmm. excited for don't even have a year they have nothing they didn't, right. they didn't even hint at 20 so that's why i like, think like,
3: sony did a better job of being at least like this is concrete this is real we got yeah. to see Man gameplay sure. for the first time because yeah, even well, we so late so to gone. that point
0: though those were also sort of just shut up and stop asking you yeah. know yeah if, you're, if anything it's sort of like it's being like hey this is the thing we're working on. We're not giving you a date because it might take a minute, but I mean, they're also Nintendo tends to deliver on that stuff. Uh, It's also being like, hey, we have a new system. Here are games that are coming out for it. Here's stuff that's around the corner. So if you want to get on board, it's a good time to get on board. I mean, that's why
2: Sony was really smart to just put 2018 and Mm leave it at that. Because I think, you know, like if one of those games slips to February 2019, it's not that big of a deal. You know, I I think that giving some ballpark is important. I think just like... The games, like, I'm amazed that Days Gone just didn't have anything that we still have, like, no indication. Well,
1: I think the reason for that, which we can talk about later, is I think there's still a chance that it comes out this year.
2: Yeah, I I, I think it's probably right in the line, yeah. yeah. And what I, they don't want to just say. Well,
1: they like, don't want to say this year because I think if it does, it's going to be late this year. Right, or and they don't want to
2: say it and delay it.
0: Yeah, I
1: yeah. mean, we frequently see stuff where they, they give a, a
0: a very strict date. They're like, it comes, out, this, it comes out on October 18th. And they're like, sorry, guys, it's December 4th. And you're like... All right. what, what if you I'll just held off on that date announcement? Shadow War too, you know,
2: went from August closer. to yeah.
1: October. I'm like, well, that's pretty much the same month. And, yeah. and that's
2: why I'm not frustrated by like I don't I don't walk away from somebody's conference like, man, I can't believe we don't have a release date for Spider Man or God of War or Detroit or Days Gone because if we had, half of them would have been delayed anyway. Yeah. You know, like I don't I don't think telling you September 14th, 2017 is necessarily that exciting. I yeah. think. Seeing that the game exists and seeing gameplay and understanding what it is is a way better promise and, to people. And
1: Sony has multiple shows for the rest of the year where they can start dating mm-hmm. those things with Gamescom. They have, or they with have their
0: own convention. Yes, Yeah, yeah. Why, they why, can, can control yeah. the message there. I thought their their presentation overall was was really. It was good. It showed a lot of games, uh, and it was stuff that is coming out this mm-hmm. year for the most part. There were some teases of Faraway stuff, but uh, it felt it felt safe, but not in a boring way. Yeah. Right. Uh, it made me really happy that I have a PS4. It made me like kind of be like. I, on the one hand, I could have walked away from this conference being like, hey, I'm going to be playing a lot of Switch going forward, but I'm like, no, man, my PS4 is going to get just as much, if not more more time. And, also, and so is yeah. your PSVR, yeah. which exactly. I thought was yes, cool. Yes, yes, we're, we're going to come back. Hey, and yeah. Vita, yeah. like uh,
2: Danganronpa and, and Undertale are coming to Vita this year. Yeah, that's Those awesome. are two, Awesome games. Yeah, what that's is, awesome. What did you guys we,
1: before we get into like the nitty gritty of yeah. the actual games too? Like, I thought each conference had a game that I cannot wait for. Yeah, oh, wasn't, there wasn't like conferences had highs and lows, but like Battlefront and Wolfenstein and yeah. Far Cry and Assassin's look at, Creed. Look at all like, the
0: games that we have. This is all games. Okay, it's six it's copies actually, of the it's same one sheet of paper. and a half pages that
1: I printed eight times by <laughs> and accident. The back of one of them right. is uh, the games that weren't um, <laughs>
0: right. So, what
3: did you guys think of the uh, the sort of like four D? Display crap where they were like, there's smoke and there's hanging bodies and there's trees. Like, the- <laughs> I thought it was
2: kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it be cool when yeah. you air on, just- on the stream. It's I was, weird.
3: so I was there, which is oh. a weird thing. Um, I was not expecting that at all because I haven't been to an E3 press conference. you not expecting
1: and- bodies hanging upside down? Well, I, I wasn't expecting that.
3: Ever? No, I wasn't expecting to actually be there, but we were going to shoot. Apparently, there was like this Ko- uh, Kojima Productions pop up shop that we were supposed to shoot a video before, but it was like five o'clock. There was a basketball game or something, so LA traffic meant that we got there just as the Sony thing opened up and this pop-up shop closed down so i was like it's 5 55 the conference starts in five minutes i wait for this all year i'm going to be talking about this show for the next six months like i can't miss this Mm -hmm. and i didn't have i hadn't i started kind of just strong arm my way in was like hey and they gave me a badge and I ran in and they were like, uh uh, head upstairs. And I run upstairs and they're like, Head upstairs again. I <laughs> this I did this like six times and I was sitting there like, damn, I'm glad I got in shape this year. Dead. <laughs> I ran up right several now. stairs. So they put me in the like absolute tip top last row nosebleed, and I'm like, Cool, I'm still here. Like people dream of this and I'm I'm here. This is awesome. And then the curtains come down and they start doing the like the uncharted stuff and the day's gone thing. And the day's gone thing is weird because they just start dropping all these like Dead bodies hanging from nooses, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of, that's kind of a problem.
2: It's weird because they showed that in the stream; like, we saw all of that. It's yeah. a, I imagine that works a lot better when it's fifteen feet feet from you, and not
3: when. So you're- what didn't was the fireworks that they started putting off during like the Call of Duty stuff. Like, it was actual like gunshot. Ex- I
0: didn't even know those were there.
3: Yeah, that's the thing; you can't even tell, yeah. right? Was it so- a bad idea? I mean, I think it's a great idea. I also think that what they should do is they should have Sean Layden come out at the beginning and he should go like, hey everyone, welcome to Sony's E3 Press Conference 2018. Thank you all for coming. Here is our special presentation. And then it just cut to forty-five minutes of trailers that were glued together by an editor, and then he comes back at the end and he's like, "As you can see, the power of PlayStation is stronger than ever. Thank you for watching. Goodbye." I mean, that's literally intended direct. Yeah. yeah, well, that's. So, I think it's yeah. what everyone should be doing because there's yeah. so much room for error. There's mm-hmm. so much. You still have that weird conference jank. Like yeah, Ubisoft any, had it. We didn't
0: have any sound on our end because of some weird, weird. Yeah, like the first three sessions right, streaming on Twitch right. and the HDMI cable or whatever. Uh, no, I think the big question after this year's it wasn't just you guys, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it, was yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was everybody. Um, but the um, yeah, who is e three four right now? because it's it's obviously like it historically was a trade show for you know 25 years and then they're like hey now it's open to 15,000 fans which is cool but you have to you can't just say that and make that a thing because that kind of screws it up for everybody uh i mean obviously like uh you know a buyer from best buy or whatever is gonna the, the best buyer uh he's gonna get to the front of the line in activision he's gonna have like special vip treatment everywhere yep. and people with media badges are gonna be able to like maybe get to the front of the line maybe they have appointments who knows but if you're a fan and you've waited in line for hours and you pre-ordered your ticket or whatever you did all the all the hoops to jump through to get to e3 and you get there and it's like oh it's uh it's 9:30 in the morning and you get to wait four hours to play a game. Well. Okay, and that's not really a good use of of the space it It's just I feel like it's inconvenient for everybody it, the heart's in the right place, but end of the day, like maybe maybe pivot it so we've got an extra two days tacked onto the end of v three that's just for fans like gamescom does it I think that yeah, makes I agree of sense. I, I
3: think that's like more yeah. for like the boots on the ground people for the people watching the
0: yeah, and then the the, the shows are kind of very the excited same. about that so
1: the then, ground yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> no uh, for people watching the show, like it's probably i mean it's better than ever now because it's like you can watch. You know, like Treehouse Live, you can watch IGN Live. Like we stream for forty hours. We had devs on every ten minutes, interviewing, uh, us doing interviews over gameplay and stuff like that. Um, There's like that's a week of work. You can be like, I'm not going to go in this week and just stay home and consume. But for the actual show itself, it's it's sort of totally spun out of control. So I'm I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm wondering what it becomes, especially like you guys said with PSX, with like 15 Nintendo directs, which I'm sure Microsoft's like a year away from them having their own weekend or whatever. I mean, like,
0: PSX makes it's perfect sense to have like the pageantry and like, oh, we've got dead bodies and fireworks because those are people who are fans and they're there to see that. They want to see like this is their their Coachella, you know? Right. But for you know for for E3. When it's all live streamed anyway, it doesn't really make a ton of sense. It well, half the
3: people like- in the audience are like clients and salespeople. Yeah. And like, they're like, they're not even like, it's not like, yeah, I totally get it. PSX is like, bring I don't, bring those old nooses back out or whatever.
1: <laughs> Stop <laughs> talking about the dead bodies. They and were the there. I
3: didn't even make that up. But like when they show the Spider-Man stuff, right? They're like, hey, you know, he goes on scaffolds in that in that game, right? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, well, we brought some out on the stage. We're like, oh, that's all right. Yeah, great. And then <laughs> yeah. And then what? They go away? And then what do you do super, with yeah, them? It's like, also
0: super funny because you go back and you watch the first E3 Sony presser. Yeah. And it's in like a hotel banquet hall, and there's like a folding table up top. It looks like the award ceremony from Boogie Nights. It's yeah. like this totally half-assed, like, okay, you guys had 75 bucks and like some folding chairs. Yeah. I really liked what they did yeah. last
3: year with the orchestra. Like, that was really cool.
2: Um, well, it felt, it felt classier. I mean, I yeah. think like in that way, last year versus this year, I think uh, the opening of the show, kind of had that again this year, but it, it last year felt like a fancy award show. And this year felt like a like a fan experience thing. Yeah, and I I mean, kind of to Max's point, like it either one of those works at E3 right now because E3 is sort of becoming everybody's show. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's funny because like E3 back in the day as the main point of contact, where you know you had to prove to investors that you had a game coming in every quarter, so you did get a lot of release dates and you did get a lot of announcements. Like it's sort of decentralized now because you don't a lot of people specifically don't announce at E3 because they don't want to get lost Mm. in the shuffle. So I think we're in this really weird boat where anyone who's watching these conferences really thinking that they're going to get every single morsel of information probably isn't. Like, I actually really like EA's approach where they very clearly, from the very beginning, they were like, we have eight games here today. Yeah, They showed those eight games, and that was it. And, like, some of them were new. Like, they announced anthem, they announced a way out. But in general, like, they've learned the lesson that we're never going to see another ViDoc about Criterion drawing cars on paper. Yeah, that, might that doesn't work. Someday. And
3: you're never going to see another, like, sort of PowerPoint presentation with the circle graphs about market share and stuff. Yeah. it's it's In terms of, like, sheer information, um, the press conferences are becoming lighter and lighter on that. But they are hitting, or at least attempting to hit certain beats that people have now come to expect. Mm-hmm. Like, Sony now, for I believe the second year in a row, has ended on... Uh, like something... An extended demo? An extended demo. Yeah, it was Days Gone last year and it was... Yeah, and I think that what people really want is a new thing. Like, you end your show with, you know, X
2: new thing. Yeah,
1: like Ubisoft always does. Yeah. The one more thing. I said, uh, I think I said this on the post show, that I feel like a lot of... uh, People who were a little disappointed in Sony's conference for not having that new thing. I feel like Sony made a mistake by revealing The Last of Us 2 at PSX and oh, not completely. holding it for this year. Since, I mean, Last of Us 2 obviously wasn't here. It was one of the big absent games of the show. Had they not shown it at PSX and had the conference ended with Spider-Man, and then the one more thing was The Last of Us 2 teaser. Yeah, but then, you, I mean, you you got to do something for PSX, though, right? They had Lost Legacy. Yeah, I feel you like they could have... I,
3: I agree with you there. They could have split those two Naughty Dog game announcements in half. We
1: gotta, you got to get those I mean, Naughty Dogs away from each other.
3: Yeah. E3, E3 is also... <laughs> Start <a> really, humping.
2: <laughs> E3 is a weird show to show something that's not at E3. Like, it's a really weird show to be like, here's an extended gameplay demo of a new mm-hmm. game. It's not here. Have fun. Like, I, I think, again, it, it splits what is this conference for. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's for the people watching at home, it makes perfect sense to reveal all your big stuff and say what's coming. If it's for the people at the show... Theoretically, it should just be kind of running through what is right. available. to Well, playable. even that,
3: like the Spider-Man thing, right? They end the, tra- the they end the conference of Spider-Man, and then if you're one of the fifteen thousand fans that paid hundreds of dollars to get into E3, you're probably like, oh, I can play that this week, right? No, yeah, like it's behind closed doors. Like if you're with press, like somebody might play it for you. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how you guys demoed it. It's played it in the race. yeah. Sure yep. <laughs> but it's not like you know, some guy buys a ticket; he's not playing that game. So it's like not necessarily. It's it's just weird. It's it's there's a there's a lot of stuff to work out
0: yeah i mean if you look at sort of the 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 skeleton and the roots of what e3 is it's a it's a trade show and the whole point of conferences beforehand was to be like here's a briefing of what we're showing off if you're attending this trade show obviously you work in this industry and this is stuff of some professional interest to you and it's kind of odd because people have become it's become so kind of intertwined with gaming as, as a hobby and as a culture and that people want to get like first dibs on checking something out uh and so there is that like there's that enthusiast press side of things where you're like, I want to get in there and just and see it early. Uh, but as far as it being like, hi, I'm Sean Layton. I'm from PlayStation. Here are the games we're, we're, we're going to have on the show floor for you to check out. And, you know, it, it's effectively getting all of the explanation out of the way. And then you go to the actual trade show and it's sitting there and you and you hold it, and you play it and you go, ah, I don't know if this is any good or this is great. Like, a yeah. of it I love
3: that.
2: It's also what you're saying about, like, keep in mind, and it's a little inside baseball, I guess, but like... E3 as an actual thing is very different than what the press conferences are. Like, Like, yeah, the ESA sold tickets to 15,000 members of the public, but... Sony rented an auditorium and and held a press conference to advertise its games that it has right, coming out. Right. Like they're not beholden to, and like they obviously do it in partnership with the ESA and time it with E3, and they rent a booth on the show floor. But like they're not beholden to whatever is happening with E3 proper. Maybe it's I think really that's why it's a weird. It doesn't.
1: It's it'd be foolish to cater to people who are at E3 press or public. It doesn't matter because the couple dozen thousand people who are there don't are. are Drop a water in the bucket compared to the exactly. millions who watched well, our stream, and well, that's right. and just that's, our stream. Yeah, that's why I yeah. think EA yes, is
2: it. doing it the right way. Like I think EA divorcing itself from E3 and doing its own event <gasps> is probably the way it Ooh, should happen. Like two. I yeah. think ultimately, like EA should right. do that event, but they should do it in May or August. Well, yeah, and they should just separate. I
0: themselves. mean, convention culture is a thing now, and there was a point where it wasn't. But the idea of right. going to a trade show for fun is something that didn't appeal to people. Like I, celebrities used to not go to comic conventions, and now that's kind of completely intertwined. They with,
3: have to, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and you.
0: At, I mean, you look at what, what Greg and, and pals do with kind of funny live, and that's like that's taking cues from some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not this live stage show, but it's not a concert, it's not a music festival, it's not like a I don't know, it's 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 this weird kind of you know trans medium kind of mutant event. And it's mm-hmm. I don't Our know, bodies and fireworks, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, it's I do. Sp- circus sort of yeah. you know
3: <laughs> i do think there's a value to uh, making a show for the people who are there that also works for the people who aren't um because then i mean it's it's like you hear that buzzword influencers all the time now but i think every single person who's at a show like this if sean Layden comes out and he goes and it's kind of like what you're saying right it's about setting expectations when ea goes we have eight games here today when nintendo goes we have a 25 minute demo uh or a showcase or whatever and it's mostly focusing on switch uh when sony if sony goes every game you'll see here today is playable on the show floor That sets the expectations and i think that that's something that needs to start happening because then at least you go in going like i know it's going to be here
2: but i don't think that's what they like so ea did that very specifically they said we have eight games here today one of them was announcement it was anthem All the rest of them were literally there, and when the conference ended, it was EA Play, and everyone open to the public could play all the games they just saw. Sony's not doing that. Sony, in movie theaters around the country, not in LA, you could go literally watch their press conference because it's for an event, it's for the fans, it's for the people who aren't there. And I think, like, those are two completely different approaches that kind of, to Max's point, like E3 is, it doesn't there's no consistency to what people are doing and i think that's why like depending on what you're watching for like i can totally see why some people walk away disappointed from the same conference where i might say that was awesome or vice versa
3: yeah no i feel you on that um yeah, there's there's no style guide, right? Yeah. There's no yeah. there's no president of E3.
0: There's no one to be like, hey, this needs. I mean, there to be is. This. He's out there with the mayor on the start of day one with the big scissors. To get yeah, I, I walked him. by the mayor. and I was There like, is actually a president of E3. Is there really? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> no, I had to I'm walk by kidding. the mayor,
1: and get around him. Yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> that was weird. I don't. Did, I don't did you like, really I don't see like a mayor? The like mayor care. of LA. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna be late for my first appointment because the mayor was like cutting a ribbon and giving a weird. speech. It's joke. Is that like when they give like they
3: give like Shack the keys to the city, but like they don't work?
1: Exactly. Like that film. What the? What do mayors do
0: anyway? I don't know what. They Steve. cut ribbons, at big game. Apparently. Company. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about actual games. Like, Let's, yeah, get, let's yeah. get into that. Um, obviously, there's Aww. a ton of stuff. We all did interviews. We did kind of reactions and stuff. Um, what do you guys want to talk about first? Spider-Man! You want to talk about Spider-Man? Yeah, I want to talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, we can talk about Spider-Man. All right. I feel like we've, we've talked about
1: that a lot, but maybe we haven't. I don't know. Let's talk about Spider-Man. So you guys saw... Uh, behind closed doors? Yeah, it was the same demo, but it was being yep. played live in front of us, so certain yep. things were different, and the game's uh, creative director, Brian Intahar, sort of walked us through things and uh, sort of gave us a lot of facts that we didn't have from there. Like, uh, Peter is 26. He's well, just, It is Peter. It is Peter. Yeah. He's, he's 23. Is, he's 23, just out of college, and he has a job at the... Uh, he's a scientist. Okay. Yeah, and like the whole the idea is that... Right, the economy this is, is booming.
2: <laughs> this is the furthest thing from an origin story. Like, this is not like a scraggly high school kid, Peter Parker. This is he. He compared him to uh, an elite athlete at peak performance. So he's been doing this for eight years. He's twenty three years old. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's mastered how to move, how to how to make the tech he uses. Like he is a pro.
0: Yeah. So what's the skill tree look like? If
1: you well, unlocked everything, I think and Miles Morales is the exactly, skill tree.
2: and that's the whole thing that that tease at the end of the trailer of Miles Morales. Like they won't say, but like our theory has been for a while that like how cool would it be if it is you know, you switch back and forth between them. Or maybe you only play as Peter Parker at the beginning and then the bulk of the game is playing as Miles under some kind of mentorship. Mm. Maybe you switch back and forth. Like, I I hope Miles is playable in some way because I like the idea of having that
1: kind of balance of a a super green Mm Spider-Man who's learning versus one who's a red and blue. Uh, but no <laughs> uh, I mean some of the things that you just clarified you said this game is 100% open world game uh, the demo looked very sort of the combat was very Arkham which I think is great uh, but then it had a lot of QTEs and they said hey these are rarely in the game mm. like we showcased this thing this is not indicative of what the like the core game is open world exploration and a deep combat system yeah they, yeah, kind of they used fight. them to yeah. like yeah. Yeah. punctuate
2: yeah. blockbuster moments basically yeah. so I saw like, a lot of people latched on to that yeah. Yeah. It I, thought, that it awesome. I thought it looked awesome I thought it looked really cool too and it's like that's the whole thing is like how else like because he talked about that in our demo like how do you give someone the feeling of playing as i mean essentially a god but i mean a, a superhero like how do you how do you make it feel like you're pulling off these incredible stunts like you know, you're not going to get that when you're just playing normal gameplay. No, today. so I think having those kind of tentpole movie-like moments are it's cool to do quick time. Mm-hmm. That. Well, it's sure. like QTEs aren't inherently
3: inherently bad, right? But like no. bad QTEs are. Sure. Yeah. Like they're, you can make them terrible. Mm-hmm. You can make them great. Like yeah. there are ways to fold them into the the like sort of the run of things without it being intrusive or feeling like it's something. If it's something you have to constantly rely on, then yeah, I think it takes you out of the combat and everything else than it does keep you in mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not against it just as like a basic idea
2: I mean I just I think they get the character really well like that more than anything I walked away from it like and that was the whole angle of my previews like they understand that being a good hero is more than just like beating up the bad guys like they they
1: care as much about the character of
2: who this guy is as they do about what he can do
1: well as both spider-man and peter parker it seems like they wouldn't clarify but they said this is as much peter's story as it is a spider-man story so i don't know if you play as peter Uh parker i mean so isn't this like this is a totally new universe too yes yeah yeah and they said they're trying to marry like the familiar with the unfamiliar so that's why in this we saw um obviously the kingpin are you gonna make a mary jane Joke?
0: No, I was gonna. I was gonna say, ah, the familiar and the unfamiliar. My two favorite Spider-Man villains. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> <You can laughs> but no, yeah, he
1: had Kingpin, and then I was everyone knows who Kingpin is, and then he had Mister Negative or whatever his name is. I'm like, who's that blue mm-hmm. man? And apparently, he works at the homeless shelter that Aunt May works, or he owns the homeless shelter that Aunt May works. He's at. Aunt May's boss. Yeah,
3: really, he yeah. should be like a lot cheerier. I mean, yeah, but he's Mister Negative. They need the optimism. Yeah, he's doing work. Optimism
1: Prime. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: So I'm Spider-Man. Looks cool. I yeah. feel like we've done sort of like. I, I feel like I've reacted to it as much as I can, but I, I think it's in good hands. I think it's yes. gonna be cool. I, I, I hope agree. we get to play it sometime soon, maybe PSX or something. Yeah, Me too. I would say yeah. PSX. PSX uh, was like a good spot for it. Did yeah. we
1: check out God of War? All did any behind closed doors stuff? Yeah, uh, like Spider Man, it was uh, the literal exact same footage, like a WMV that they clicked play on that was shown. I didn't know it was WMV. Uh, oh no, it was Flack because of it, lossless it, was audio. MD4? You twit. <laughs> That <laughs> um, could have gone anywhere I I'm know anywhere I was about to say it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Corey Barlog the uh, uh, creative director of the game as well as that uh, fire monster from Lord of the Rings uh, <laughs> he uh, sort of walked us through the demo and almost gave us like a rewind theater and uh, shed a lot of uh, sort of insights on cool stuff They said the game still is a single shot which buys my I love mind.
3: that so much.
1: Like, that was my first question. It was like, hey, you told me this last year. You guys fixed that, right? He's like, no, the game's still a single shot. So it doesn't have like an eight years later. Or no, it's, like just like, it's just the story. It's just the story. And I don't understand how that's going to work. Uh, your son is pretty much a mechanic in the game. Like, obviously, there's the storytelling aspect, but you have a son button. so like when you are in combat, you have you hit the sun button, your sun does things. He like stabs folks. And speaking
3: of QTEs, that was obviously a huge part of the old games, but he doesn't want them in this game at all.
1: Nope, he doesn't want those. Uh, And he pretty much said that instead of it being like, all right, now you can do your rage meter is full, and now you can do this thing on an enemy. You choose when you do that, and so that's the whole sort of the the rage meter is both a narrative conceit as Mm -hmm. well as in combat. Uh, They showcased you know the the traditional God of War combat, which included multiple weapons and juggling and parrying and magic. Uh, And then also a cool thing is that uh, trip to the circus (laughs) how did you feel how
3: do you how did you guys feel about that by the way because my my looked cool the combat looked really cool but my immediate reaction was just like oh this feels a lot like an old god of war game Mm -hmm. for better or worse and i think that's what people yeah yeah i think it's what people were looking for you know the people who there was like a not a backlash but there was some concern when we first saw it last year from people being like This doesn't really feel like the old God of War.
0: Yeah, it looked like The Witcher or something. Yeah, Yeah. honestly, like I always, I always enjoyed playing the God of War games. It was everything beyond that. Totally, it was like the the characters and then beyond. Uh, So knowing that this is a a much more kind of fleshed out character with similar combat is, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game. Like before,
2: everyone kind of compared everything to Arkham Combat. They compared it to God of War Combat. Like I think that, like that sense of combos and and sense of becoming more powerful and like. Mm growing as you play through like is all great and it's honestly like kind of similar to what we're talking about with uh with peter in the spider-man yeah. game like this is a kratos at max level basically
1: yeah, yeah i'm stoked um, um, this is 20, and again, 2018 again. 2018 cool. again i hope we see more at psx yeah i think yeah.
3: that i mean you'll see but the concern seems to be like there isn't really a, outside of uncharted like a really big first party game coming from,
2: NAC 2. NAC 2, September 5th. How, Andrew Goldfarb, shut up. How,
3: <laughs> shut
1: up
2: about NAC.
3: I'm how do excited you for NAC, NAC, two. I like NAC, NAC two. 2. I
1: like
2: NAC 2. I like NAC. Goldfarb, whatever your name is over there. I'm going to play everybody's golf. I'm going to play NAC 2. And
0: Rampa.
1: I'm 100% going to play Danganronpa. Don't say
0: those enchanted words that make him start talking <laughs> about things we don't understand. Um, yeah, so Day's Gone. That's a game, I think. Yeah. Uh, I did a demo or an interview with those guys. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I think it's really interesting how the way they – the thing they showed off last year, which was like, hey, it's a, it's an action zombie game. There's sort of – there's there's a lot of traversal. Uh, you're fighting a lot of zombies at once with a, with a machine gun. Uh, it's open world, but you're not really showing that part of it off. Right. Uh, and then they basically – they showed off like the, the crowd shots, which I think honestly is the most interesting thing Super in impressive. the game yeah. uh, just technically. And it's kind of like, hey, that's what took so long. We had to make 500 zombies attack you at once. Um this time around it was much more like familiar stuff, and I've heard people kind of compare it to Horizon in that it's like it's a bunch of stuff we've seen elsewhere, but kind of you know. Iterated yeah, I don't. I don't. Together. I don't really
3: see that at all. They. I mean, it's 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 like maybe if you've only played like three open world games. I mean, I
0: think we're at a point where there are there are mechanics that have been sort of like proven and tested and they've they've reached that point where i mean there was a point where like jumping in a game wasn't something that people had figured out and right. you now it's something it's now when you don't really think about it too hard it's fine but like to to go up on a, a bunch of enemies stealthily and then you know lure them towards a trap like that's that's familiar stuff mm-hmm. That's i think this, that, this
3: is going to be one of those games that um when you're really in the thick of it and you're messing with like photo mode and stuff like that this is going to be a t- Stunning game. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw some stills, uh, I believe Eric Jensen was tre- tweeting out the other day, that are just like, it's like, God damn, this game looks really, yeah, really yeah. beautiful. But and I was is- one of the only, hold on, because uh, like, yeah, I know you guys are going to poop on this game. No, I'm but- not going to poop on this game at all. I'm, I'm sort of the no, opposite. I was one of the only people last last year, when, when this game, when we first started hearing about it, that was like, I'm optimistic about this one. And then I saw more of it this year, and I'm like, yeah, I'm totally down. Like, I think the, like, the, the weird mix between... Um, your main character, the sort of, like, villains that you're fighting, Freakers, which I hate that name. It sucks. It's a bad
1: name. You guys, we can it call sucks. them zombies. It's fine. Yeah. No, I, I, No. Sean
0: Layton said that, and no. then I, like, I, t- I called them out on the, on the show. I was like, Sean Layton said it. Your boss said hey. it. It's like, let me, it's, let me call them zombies. And they were like, ha ah, ha Freakers. No, Stop. remember when Sony
1: told us that we had to write hashtag drive club as the yep. name of the game? Remember when Ubisoft said it had to be watch underscore dogs? We have the power to not do that. Yeah, we can, we can just not do that. <laughs> no, but then you throw in, like, zombie animals
3: and yeah. bears and stuff like that, uh-huh. and I'm like, okay, I like where this is going as a sandbox. Mm -hmm. As a story, what remains to be seen. Mm -hmm. But the idea of, like, you're in the middle of of a zombie bear fight and two guys come out with shotguns to kill you, and then all of a sudden 50 zombies come running towards you. Like, there's... There's a lot of room for insanity in there, yeah. which is kind of what I play video games. I love. Right? I
1: love that moment in the demo where he used the swarm as pretty much a tool to solve a puzzle. Yeah, it was opening yeah. the gate and the swarm yeah. taking out all of the dudes and then moving on. And I'm like, if that exists throughout the world, and there's like an encampment in like Far Cry, there's like, hey, there's. Six things I could do in order to get through this: I can go stealthy, I can go guns blazing, or yeah, I can
3: max. Max described it as like when you're playing Far Cry and you like shoot the tiger cage, yeah. and he jumps out and starts killing everyone, yeah. and you're just up on the hill like. Tigers oh. girls, I mean, lions are the, the so thing
2: that 20, Bob, jumps the thing that drives me crazy about all of this is, and it's like to that point of like, how would Sony Z three this year? literally what you just described was the angle of my preview last year. That was my entire thing is that you use the environment and that's how it goes. Cause that was everything they yep. built up last year well, there's, and there's, everything there's, about the game being yeah. pretty and all the zombies and all the tech is everything they said last year. And this year I still have no idea why I care about Deacon. I still have no idea so, like what his ultimate keep, goal I, is. I keep
0: coming back to uh, Saints Row. Um, a buddy of mine worked on that and I remember asking him just like, kind of like, Hey, like why, why was Saints Row one just a pretty obvious rip off of San Andreas? And he's like, Oh, cause they'd already made that. And if we were building a new engine from the ground up and utilizing all this tech and trying to, you know, make a game that functioned, that's one less thing we have to think about. It's like, oh, it's, it's you know, South Central right. LA gangster crime stuff. It's a, it's a thing that people are into, and it's not that they're, like, trying to rip it off or anything, but in this case, it's like, making a post-apocalyptic zombie game it might seem tired but it's also like you know people still watch walking dead mm-hmm. it's still a safe bet it's it, you don't have to like explain like horizon is one of those that's a post apocalypse but it's full of like cyborg dinosaurs and it's like this weird you know cave society mm-hmm. Which is a longer elevator pitch on the basis of like what what are you what are those things why are you fighting them? Right. In this case, you're like they're zombies, and you're like oh I know what a zombie is that's simple enough. And but so- the, that's the
2: crazy thing is like that like we all roll our eyes when they have this designation between freakers and zombies, but like the story of like why they're calling them that is cool. Like the idea is that like these things do think as a group; they're a literal hive mind, and it's like the idea of like getting one on its own, it still feels and thinks, and like it, it isn't a pure like zombie in the way fiction is like all of that stuff is so intriguing to me yeah. and they've said about one sentence about it and the stuff they're showing instead is a new version of what they showed last year and i what i'm frustrated about with this game is like i just feel like if if this game really is late this year early next year like they have to find a way to communicate better of why like I get what well, this I get. Is, how. this is what we were saying before, though. Like an
3: E3 press conference is not that place because, like, Sean Layden can can't get up there and be like, "Let me explain to you the
2: passion of the freakers." <laughs> no, but a de- but, a, but a character within a, the context of a demo can. Yeah, I don't think
1: Horizon can. ever did that before. No, really. Before long. But, but it's to like, Max's point, yeah.
2: the Horizon was something that that was different enough that gotcha. you didn't need to. Right. This you don't is don't something where story because you are hunting a robot. Exactly. Because I've seen that before. Exactly. And at first glance, this is too similar, and so people are lumping it into a category that I don't think it deserves to be well no because but specifically they need to communicate it better well, because
3: specifically sony has a stable of first party games and when this game was announced it was post the last of us we all thought the last of us was a singular entity and that was it plus the dlc we didn't think we'd get a sequel mm-hmm. and then we heard about the sequel so now these two games are happening roughly around the same time right or yes. they're all they're all in development at the same time one is a poke post-apocalypse zombie game about like a a gruff guy with a beard and his daughter. The other one is the same thing, except instead of calling them clickers, they call them freakers. And one's a little more open world, and there's groups. And the other ones have cauliflowers and and some blob people.
1: I really got halfway through. I was like, What are we? Doing? Yeah, it's we doing? exactly <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, uh-huh. like
3: you're, you're at a GameStop, you're trying to explain to somebody the difference. Bloops of blobby
0: people. And you start going
3: crazy. So I mean, I, right. I
0: guarantee you, it's it's a it's a slightly marginally different demographic that has a ton of overlap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you show somebody. Like, here's an incredibly colorful, beautiful thing. You, you play as a as a young woman of ambiguous ethnicity, and you're fighting a, electronic dinosaurs. And Again, some, I was like, what go, game are we talking somebody about? Somebody goes, oh, that sounds awesome. What's it called? <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. It sounds like it's... It's a little bit. It's a little bit kombucha granola bar. Like yeah. it's kind of like it's a little it's, bit. It's more, the hair. Yeah, it's the dread. There's a the lot. Dreadlocks. It's got that. Yeah, it's got that like Tori Amos. Uh, you know, Tori Amos at a rave kind of vibe to it. And then, and then flip side. There's a lot of people who are like, No, I don't want. I don't want to touch that. Let me give me uh, give me a motorcycle and a denim jacket. No wait, scratch that. Cut the sleeves off the denim jacket. Make it a vest, but have like a sweatshirt underneath. It also has the sleeves cut off. I mean, I think there's I mean, jersey they're, under that. I think they did they
2: didn't do this game justice yet at either showing. Mm -hmm. I think that what they're doing right now is making, they're leaning into the things that are, that seem to be making it more generic. And like, I'm hoping that like, yeah, maybe E3 isn't the place, but like this game just needs a very clear, what the hell is it? moment. Yeah. And like, I think like I, I'm mechanically, it looks great. Uh, I really trust Bend. I think they're an Mm -hmm. unbelievably talented studio. I think they were quiet for a very long time. And like, it took them this long for a reason. Mm-hmm. I just, it, it weirds me out that like this almost feels like old Sony. This feels like PS3 era Sony where they bit off more than they could chew to some extent in that generation where they had so many games at once that they did a bad job communicating. Like Uncharted should have been a really easy sell, but it took them like three Uncharted games for people to kind of care. I think this game is just getting lost because God of War and Spider-Man, and a lot of other things are flashier, but like, I'm actually really excited about what this game could be, but I also might be projecting a bunch of stuff into it that doesn't exist because I'm right. living
0: off a of morsel. We you know?
3: don't know anything about the flow of this game. We don't know like, do you start off? Do you have a motorcycle? Can you get other vehicles? Can you? That's how big? How big is the world? What's you have the mission? You have one
0: motorcycle, and it's it's kind of like your horse. It doesn't come when you whistle, but you have to take care of it. You have to buy parts. It It doesn't come
3: when I
1: whistle. (laughs) Why would I buy this motorcycle? It's not the
0: loco cycle. (laughs) It's Pixel,
3: okay? Sounds like it's horses one, motorcycle zero. The
2: the vehicle stuff they mentioned last year I think is cool. We saw none of that this year. We saw essentially a variation on last year's demo that felt like The Last of Us Combat.
1: And I don't think that's what this is. The one interesting thing about the BCD was it was the same demo, but it was snowing. And it was much quieter, and that horde of zombies weren't there. And so, I think the thing they showed me that, which is different than, you know, Horizon or any other open world game, is how the you know Pacific Northwest has a wide variety of climates. And so, if it's raining, or if it's sunny, or if it's snowing, your encounters are going to be very different. And right, I find that interesting. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: I think this is a game that is going to be. It's going to sort of hit two ends of a spectrum. It's going to be kind of familiar enough. You're a guy fighting zombies. You have a motorcycle and guns. And it, and kind of not, not casual gamers, but just, it's kind of, it's a a wide audience understands what that is. And they're like, this is cool. And I think it's going to be totally like stable and it's going to work for that. And then I think on a very high level, people who understand how games are made are going to be like, holy mother of God, how did they make that work? Right. And I think a lot of idiots like us who are kind of in the middle where we pay too close attention to too many things are going to kind of miss the technical brilliance of it. And I don't know. I I think you're right. There's going to be a lot of stuff that we haven't quite seen. Uh, I don't know if they're showing stuff that's more grounded because that goes with the setting, but I feel like this could also have like crazy just cause levels, like physics sandbox stuff, where you're like, yeah. oh, we're gonna, you know, launch a bear off a trapeze or something. And I
2: think they're showing the familiar stuff because it's safer, yeah, and because they are trying to get that Walking Dead audience.
0: Um, what should we talk about? Uh, well, we got a long list of things. I was going to talk about Matterfall into. real quick. Yeah, yeah, jump yeah. on that.
3: Um, I did a a dev interview at E3 about Matterfall, which I think a lot of not a lot of people knew about, but we house mark right yeah Housemark. so i'm seeing a big backlash against this game because the initial trailer was like this gorgeous cg trailer about this like mm-hmm. futuristic soldier ninja guy um and the end result is a 2d action platforming game um look at Just look at the cg trailers well yeah a but b like look at the logos on things like if you see something that says house mark don't go that uh hey maybe the guys that have made like you know, quirky arcadey Re- yeah, gun
1: and
0: yeah.
3: are suddenly going to make like a like a oh, gorgeous three I mean, D open world game. And
0: like, again, Joe Danger went and made No Man's Sky, so
3: you know. Yeah, well, we don't have to
0: bring that one up. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Um, bad. Uh,
3: so no, but ultimately, I do like this game. I think it's taking a lot of the stuff that they've done from uh Resogun and some of their other games and bringing it into a sort of Contra style running gun which game, which I think
1: is cool because they've made like their twin stick shooters are incredible. Yeah, that they're really good. Great. But yeah. yeah. And this one's really
3: cool. Uh, it's got that they have they have this weird obsession with like saving scientists. <laughs> like there's oh yeah, was that's, like, that
1: was Resogun, right? Yeah, they're
3: like kill a bunch of people, but also there's some stick figures that you should help out, and they have pa- compassion. Um, but I like this game. I like it a lot. Uh, it's it's going to be one of those things where when you're playing it, you're not really thinking about how beautiful it is and how technical it is. But it's another one of those like house mark type situations where like something blows up or somebody drops something or like a grenade hits a wall and it explodes into a billion beautiful 4K particles. And you're like, you didn't need to do that. But I'm glad you did. Yeah, those yeah. guys so,
0: have, like, a big thing for voxels. They yeah. just love yeah. to be like, hey, if you, if you make the pixels real big, they could be cute. Yeah. So it we, don't, we demo, don't spend a ton of time yeah,
3: on it. Yeah, but, like, yeah. yeah, go check out my interview with yeah. them. Um, It's really cool. If you're interested in Resogun, if, like, I, I know that was one of my favorite games at the PS4 launch. And oh, absolutely. And it's definitely one of those, like, sort of graphical showcases for the system. Yeah. Um, Keep an eye out on this one. What are you yeah. going to
2: say? I was um, going to say it makes their demo so, f- like, fun to watch. Like, yeah. Genuinely yeah. gorgeous to just, like, you know, stare at.
3: And, it, of course, it's one of those things where, like, when you're awesome at it, like it's going to look even better to play. Like watching high level people play uh Resogun is just like it's this yep. beautiful fireworks
0: show. Um you guys want to talk about some of Ubisoft stuff? Yeah, let's um, do it. Did any of you guys check out Skull and Bones? And I did. Clothes? Yeah. Okay. I, I played it. What like what is it? Like what is it?
3: Um I thought it was for honor with boats. It's not. It's it's just like a way slower but also kind of arcadey and kind of fun um sort of like pirate boat shooting I mean, simulator
2: is it literally ac4 but without
1: getting off the boat like kind of just it, the combat it part? feels a little bit you heavier. only play as
3: the boat right? you only play like, as the boat in
1: theory you're not even running around the boat yes. at least in this demo
3: it feels like it's like a slower twisted metal but when you look down at your car there's 40 men on it <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's kind of weird because it's like you're like
3: piloting this huge or steering this huge, i don't know anything about dri- you're driving. you're driving you're dri- yeah. really you're driving the boat you're driving the boat yeah. okay whatever there's no but there's no road it's all wet
0: Yeah, they call it the wet road. (laughs) Okay. They're sailing. sailing. <laughs> that's the word we're looking for. Thanks.
3: Judges? Oh, no, but you look down and there's just like all these guys walking back and forth across the, the plank. <laughs> or the front.
1: No, that's, you don't walk back and forth across the plank. When you <laughs> get to the end of the plank, you go to the crocodiles.
3: The galley? Yeah,
1: yeah, the galley. That's That'll work.
3: The parrot. <laughs>
1: the parrot. No, no. Why did we you to the pirate game? <laughs> I don't know. Why we said literally anyone else.
3: I didn't mean to. I went. To, I wanted to go and and play Far Cry, but they were like, <laughs> we play the fire game. stuff. <laughs> It's cool though. I'll, I will never play it when it comes out, but I like it more than I thought. I, did. I mean,
1: what a te- what a terrible segment! <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Age eight.
0: Um, no, like, so I, was, I was talking. To, I was talking to one of the PRs about this. But uh, in addition to kind of the multiplayer stuff they were showing off, which I think just demos well because you get people actually like you know fighting each other. Yeah, um, there's that part which I think it's you know uh, it's not really fair to compare it to For Honor, but it does have that element to it where it's sort of like it's not. I don't know. It's not Overwatch. It's boats. You know, right. it's kind of like it's slightly more grounded, but it's still multiplayer. But I think there is also going to be like campaign stuff where you're, yeah. And then of course there's a there's that teaser with a kraken, kraken. Yeah, crackin. That, crackin. It's, yeah it's, that was the part that was the most. That's insane. when it gets it's cool. Games, yeah,
1: games. It's uh, Ubisoft Games as a service, which they've made a ton of money for with Rainbow Six Siege and the Division and Wildlands and For Honor. Yeah. So, in a press conference that had a ton of. Just sort of traditional campaign mm. games like AC and Far Cry. Uh, this totally made sense to me. Yeah, I think also well, with
2: well, *Bianca and Evil* seems like it's going to be too. Totally,
1: no. It's yeah. all. It almost the multiplayer *Bianca be- <laughs> Evil* two yeah. seems more like *Dark no. Souls*. <laughs> Interesting. I like. I read what... Shredder*.
2: They're talking about it in such an abstract way. Like I read that as more of a like. Destiny style. Like okay, we, yeah, we can
3: come back to that. No, I was going to say, so Skull and Bones, the cool thing about it is that you have different classes, right? Different types of ships. And there's, like, bruisers that are just, like, really heavy. And, like, they all have, they, like, as, as realistic as they try to make this game, they all have, like, m- like endless rockets and machine guns and all this other, like, non-pirate stuff. Um, but one thing I noticed is that, like... Cannonballs? Tons, but like I said, rockets. <laughs> no, like they, but it shoots like seventy of them at the same oh. time. Like it looks like a like a modern warship. Yeah. Um. But one of the things that I noticed was like I was kind of getting like seasick playing it at the beginning because like huh. you actually like the way the boat rocks. Oh, weird. Feels realistic.
0: Yeah. This is like the camera locked to the.
3: Yeah. The boat. And oh, after that's... a while, I kind of got my sea legs, and I was like, yeah. Oh, I get this. And then I, when I walked away, I was like, you, you know, began, get you Became, off the became boat. a true seaman. Yeah. Oh, man. A true seaman.
1: Thing. Yeah, that's that's one of
0: those games that like I, I look at it. And I'm like, this is that's really cool. I have like no interest in it. Yeah, totally. Maybe if the monster, the Kraken stuff turns out to be interesting, but yeah. like I don't know. I I'm kind of a hard sell with nautical stuff to begin with, and then the fact that you're like, oh, you don't get to get off the boat. I'm like, I don't know. I like getting off the boat. I like to go in
1: the tree. We don't Me know. If okay. Okay. We don't. We, again, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, it was so just that demo. demo. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So I played. Uh. I played Far Cry. So did I. Uh, yeah. It's it's Far Cry. Mm-hmm. It's. Totally fun.
1: Yeah, which good. is good. I, I think yeah. that was yeah. like the biggest question. That's the, like what I wanted. I from think it. the yeah. the guns for hire system is super smart because we we saw three of them with Boomer and uh, Boomer, Boomer. The Dog, number one best boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw Grace the sniper, and we saw uh, Nick Rai, who's the pilot. Uh, which and they said there's going to be a ton of them in the game, and it's interesting because you come across them naturally by exploring the open world. And so by the end of the game, I might have found 15. Brian might have found 20 a ton different than I did so like the way we're going to play the game and handle these encounters are going to be different player to player. Yeah the uh, the map discovery it feels like Skyrim like it feels yeah. like you kind of you pass
0: an area and there it'll go bump, bump, and you like oh there's diegetic. deer around here. Yeah, yeah. if you yeah. pass a deer crossing uh, sign all of a sudden that's You said diegetic out. I say it's like Skyrim I feel like I'm probably better at this than you. you don't, um, no one knows what diegetic well, means.
3: Dan, Dan, <laughs> Dan Hay told us in our interview which is the first time I had heard you this. can have sugar right? Is that like Breath of the Wild you can just Walk in a direction, yeah, yeah, and just go there. Yeah, like once the all game the starts, other,
1: like go do whatever you want.
3: The last few Far Cry games have been totally walled off. Like you're yeah. like, I want to go to the Himalayas, and like, not yet. You have to like kill a king first, or whatever. Yeah. You have to go through like a pothead stoner mission. Yeah, um, but this one's just like. No, go over there if you want. Yeah, it
1: almost sounds like uh, the different members of the family are like (laughs) the divine beasts for lack of a better term. Calamity Travis. (laughs) 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 And so, like, you go down south, and you're like, oh, that's where that's that's where Mary May. Calamity Travis. Yeah,
0: I love. uh, So, one thing I really love about this game is that obviously you got to you got to talk to NPCs, and they're going to give you the whole spiel, and they're going to give their whole like you know one woman. It always feels like a theater audition with NPCs, where they're like, "Wow, boy, howdy! I'm sure I'm tired of all these planes getting (laughs) getting rassled up, and I sure." And you could be like you just you hold down square to skip it. And they're, all right, I get it. You're in a hurry anyway. Go see the guy at the airfield. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you didn't just skip it. You like gave me a like a bite size. Yeah, I like yeah. when they yeah. do I think that. It's, it's just really smart. It's just like a total like just. It's way like, better than
3: when they like they you yeah. hold the button down and it cuts it off. Yeah, and it keeps doing that. It's like, hey, I thought you. Now, nah, anytime you get now, nah, my, 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 my. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, so it's like it
0: feels it's like, like right. a very, very happy being a very smart <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, I hope that. I hope that the controls for, like, I had the dog. I had Boomer, who's great because you can hold square oh, bro, and he'll come right? up and lick your face. Uh, and They'll shoot him.
3: You like, we found out. They will shoot that dog. Yeah,
0: but if the yeah, dog dies, he comes him. back to life a little bit later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, All dog. dogs
3: have nine <laughs> lives.
0: <laughs> All dogs respawn in time. Uh, but, no, like, it, it use, like, the, the left on the D-pad to basically, like, target, target people and send him a direction or he'll, like, wait in one place. I kind of wish there was just, like, a... Go kill guys, you know. Command, and maybe there is. With, like, I think there is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You can let the AI just sort of um, <laughs> speak
0: for themselves. But yeah, it feels fun. Um, I was. This is one of those things where like I'm I'm less impressed with the setting. Like I'm like it's it's fine. It's you know redneck America, whatever. Uh, I love I love the tropical stuff in the first game. Right. There's obviously less like wacky things going on, but at the same time, I think the way that we're going to explore it feels really fun. Uh, the demo was was
1: kind of culminated with uh, flying planes doing some aerial combat, which I did not like. Oh, really? It was really. the Yeah, the controls are a little bit wonky on that. Uh, and it's just disorientating. And, like, the way the other ship was moving was really fast. And it was yeah. almost like when you are playing a space shooter The See, the, fly, yeah. the flying, the flying controls,
3: like, controls in Far Cry have always been wonky, but, like, the vehicles are wonky. You're like in, like, a collider or whatever. You're, yeah. you're yeah. in, like, this rickety yeah. thing that's, like, a gyro-copter. bicycle. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: so basically, they send you on this mission to go meet up with the guy at the airfield who's the dude you see in that trailer, who's, guy, who's putting miniguns on his yellow plane or whatever. Right. And you go see that guy, uh, and he's, like, in the middle of fighting dudes off. So you show up and he's like, yeah, in a second. And you're like, well, I guess I'll kill these dudes who are here. And then once you finish that, you can talk to him. And he's like, go in my plane. And you're like, okay. And there's, like, silos that you have to blow up. And you go and you blow up the silos, and it's fine. There's you got missiles and bombs and machine guns and stuff. And that felt like a totally you know enjoyable mission. And then they're like, oh, no, one of the bad planes is here, and you have to fight this bad plane. There's nothing bad, inherently bad about the plane. And the plane it's isn't, the yeah, okay, the well, the man in the plane is bad. I don't know. The plane could be cursed. It's a you racist don't, they don't go, plane. They don't go into a bunch of backstory about the racist plane, okay? I want plane lore. Uh, anyway, the and the plane is, like, it's it's just maneuvering better than yeah. you. And it's yeah. not kicking your ass, so you're just sort of, like, chasing it. So, like, obviously, the demo itself was, like, super fast-paced. And I, one thing I love about Far Cry is, like, I am I suck at games, but Far Cry is something I'm just, I'm okay at. Like, I've gotten the hang of it. And I think there was one year where I basically just, like, I, like, I just totally, I just stealth through the demo. And they were like, oh, well, you didn't really show off a whole lot. You just kind of ran through and did it. And I was like, I've never played this game before. I don't know how yeah. I did that. But, yeah, I was like, I went in and I kicked a bunch of ass. And then I get in the plane and I'm like... All right, Kim. Uh, come on, let me shoot. Well, yeah. when, when, I feel when you, like you that's play games in nine months, that they yeah, touch.
1: yeah, I was yeah, about 100%. to say. But also,
3: when you, when you play games like like a kind of a crazy person with Far Cry, it totally works. Like you can shoot a grenade at the wrong place, and then like a yeah. field catches on fire, and a
2: tiger dies, and you're like, I'm good at the game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like the exciting thing about Far Cry, and and kind of this year in general. I mean, you mentioned like it being Breath of the Wild, like, and even like Detroit's on this list. Like, I love how many games coming relatively soon are like my experience can be dramatically
1: different from yours. And that's, like, more and more what I want to see, I think, especially from, like, bigger... Open world game. You mentioned Detroit. Just really quickly going to that. That's probably the game I did the biggest 180 on at the oh, show. Oh yeah, yeah. I really? went from last year. I was like, it looks fine. The demo. I was like, eh, it just looks like more Quantic Tree. But like seeing the 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 full demo of Marcus. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap! I am totally sold on this game. Wow. I'm I think so it's gorgeous. I think the story is awesome. I think the writing performances we saw in this demo were wonderful. Yeah, yeah you I guys to play last year's gushing. demo and I really like playing it. Like, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm I yeah. was
3: I was like the opposite where last year I was like, oh, that's super fascinating. I love David Cage. I love what Chronic Dreams does. To this year's demo, I was like, oh, it's another one of those, like, are androids bad or good? Are they help or are they human? Do you I love mean, them or throw them yeah, away? But, <laughs> I
0: think the, the but then of that you guys be, came back yeah. and
2: I was like, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm on board.
0: I think the charm of that game will be, like, the weird details. Yeah. Like, finding... Yes. yeah,
2: That's exactly it. And, like, that's the thing. The conference demos don't do it justice because I remember seeing the BCD of the one you played this year and trying to talk about all these little moments of nuance in it where you don't get it until you're you see it extended and they can't do like a 20 minute demo on stage obviously right. but like i think the same thing with this this year's demo like the little tiny weird moments and the little decisions not the big decisions not like do I shoot the human or do I let him live? Like, like yeah, the like tinier the, thing. The
0: part in, in Heavy Rain where you had to change that diaper, but if you do it weird, you're just like this fat guy doing a dance by a <laughs> poopy baby. That's a good part in that game.
1: <laughs> it's not a weird stuff. <laughs> I don't that remember game. that at all. Yeah. Or the...
3: the, the Making the, dinner. The stripping scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like if you played that wrong, it was just like this woman having a seizure.
1: <laughs> Help me, I'm stuck in my shirt. Let, <laughs> let me out. <laughs> Even if you played it right, it was just like, please stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like, stop. You're ruining sex. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so...
0: uh Oh, can we talk about Assassin's Creed? Yeah, let's yeah. talk about Assassin's Creed. So Assassin's Creed, uh, I feel like it, that's a series that will just occasionally become way too formulaic. And then they'll, throw, they'll just try a bunch of stuff to shake things up. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And in this case, I feel like they're trying so many things to totally revitalize the franchise. And I really appreciate that. But I'm worried that this is going to be sort of a mess. My, uh,
3: my takeaway was that ultimately this feels more like all the other Assassin's Creed games. Like I didn't feel I didn't think it felt like too unfamiliar. Like I actually no, like no. once once you get in there, uh, aside from there, we well change the map and the combats more like for honor and you know you the the mission quests are different yeah. now. Um, I'm like ultimately this feels like like the voice acting, the character design, the art direction, the uh, the fact that when you die it still says. F- Freaking des- desynchronized, which means... Yeah. Are they still doing that stuff? No, just stop doing yeah. it. Like, for a, for a... Oh, it did... Interesting. It did. It did say yeah. that. I okay, died a so bunch of times. They
0: also stuff. never yeah. addressed the anima stuff until, like, two, two weeks before Well, the even, like,
3: the now, loading yeah. screens, right? So you...
0: Oh, yeah, I guess you
1: are still running around. Your you phone,
3: die, right? it says desynchronized, and then you're running around Hologram Town again. Right. Yep. You know, until it comes back. But it's, like, ultimately... get it, Jake. It's Hologram Town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is a franchise that needed two years off. I think it's a franchise that needed four.
1: I don't know. I'm... Playing this, like, within two minutes, I was like, oh, man, I'm so excited for this game. I love Assassin's Creed. I love Syndicate, and I sort of missed not having it last uh-huh. year.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I, Syndicate, I think, is my favorite Assassin's game, and we were talking about this, I think, mm-hmm. on previous episode. Sure. But, like, I I think so many people got turned off that they didn't really follow the last few, where they did fix a lot of this little iterative stuff. No,
3: like- I mean, like, don't don't get me wrong. This is going to be an awesome,
2: another Assassin's Creed game. But But see, I feel like
3: it doesn't feel like like a a, a series reboot or anything like that to me.
2: I mean, I think it's at least the beginning of what could be one, if that makes sense, because I feel like they're stepping back a lot further in terms of. What is available to you mechanically? Like, what are the options you have going into a new city? Like, it seems like they're at least setting it up to become way more open than it's ever been. It is been in totally,
1: the that's what it's, it's like. There's no sequences anymore. The game is open. It's a quest based system. I so really you, like that. Part. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, and we mentioned Skyrim and Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that, no, it's that's totally what this feels like. Jumping
0: into what it feels kind of like The Witcher in a yeah. lot of ways. Uh, the combat felt pretty good. The camera is. Really not great. I don't know if they're going to get whatever. I had. Uh, I had major. A problems. lot of people
1: were complaining about that. And I yeah. was totally. I had
2: major problems I mean, with it. too. Maybe
0: you were outside or something. I don't know. Yeah. I um, did.
2: It was weird seeing because I didn't play the demo, but I watched uh, like your footage and I watched this, some footage around. It seems like the combat is almost like. I'm gonna say Dark Souls. I don't really mean Dark Souls, but it's like Perry based. It is, like, it is. It yeah. is. It's much like heavier, much more physical yeah. than yeah. I think it's ever. It's been. a yeah. lot it about
3: blocking, dodging, and then hitting back with light and heavy attacks, which is different than sort of the Arkham ish, mm-hmm. uh, you totally. know. Totally. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Like, yeah. The combat
1: yeah. did feel. I'm the combat's probably the thing I'm not sold on yet, and that's something that you know once I get once I have the game, I, I got get
3: I got good at it, and by the end, um, I felt like when I finally beat the boss after dying like five times, I was like, all right, I feel awesome at yeah, this. that's good. Um, but I think ultimately like I mean you can we can just compare it to like Breath of the Wild and The Witcher like I haven't been convinced that I should play this or, like, if, you, if you're given the choice, like, why would I play this game over those games? You well, know?
1: it's especially tough because it literally, that that day, it comes out the same day right now as Wolfenstein and Mario. And I'm like, oh, it's insane. Mm.
3: Well, it's just, yeah. like, I, I think I like, I mean, the the characters in The Witcher are really interesting, you know. And, like, mm. that world is really beautiful and really cool and really special. Um, And Assassin's Creed feels like an Assassin's Creed game. Like, I was dealing with, like, this side quest with these NPCs. And every time they talked, I was just like, "Oh, I'm just bored. I'm just bored." Yeah,
0: I worry that their approach they're taking here is like, is um, quantity over quality. You know, the whole like, I think sometimes less is more. And in the case of a AAA open world game, that doesn't—that's not really an angle that that is encouraged. I don't think. Like, the map is huge, and it's going to be full of really cool stuff. And I and you can you, swim and gonna dive. Be, yeah, and, there's yeah. going to be a ton of weird little characters who have like wonderful personalities and stuff, but will I be willing to kind of root through the stuff that feels like more of the same to find them?
1: Yeah, I like that. Uh, there's mummies and basilisks. Well, so that's I the might thing.
3: totally,
0: like, like completely changed my mind. Once that's start like mummies. our
3: our demo was pretty straightforward. Sure. Like, if we didn't have any, it was camels. Or, or, mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no camels. There was no mummies. There was no basil.
1: Well, I, <laughs> I
2: don't mean to jump too far down, but I'm actually really curious about Metal Gear in that way, also.
1: Yeah, because yeah, when you
0: talk about,
2: about, not this is a reboot, right. obviously, but it is sort of very obviously different.
0: So Metal Gear is such a such a goddamn mess right now. Um, the game is the game is technically really good it's totally fine it is it is a um phantom pain mechanics with uh heavy customization four player co op obviously and it's tower defense with kind of like um you know more stat yeah, more on. stat based damage so you know as opposed to like you know hitting somebody in a headshot and it go makes that weird little <laughs> noise it You know, a bunch of numbers fly off the head of the whatever the thing you shot. I have a I have a tick
3: Um, where I yawn when people say tower defense in my action. So I'm I
0: I hate tower defense. I'm not a fan of it at all. Um, In this case, it's it feels loose enough, and the traversals is is fun enough that I didn't mind. there, you know, there are waves of zombies coming in, and it shows you like their paths. And then you, you go and you, you grab all this crap on the ground, like all those like weird urns and stuff you'd knock over that would alert guards in the in the main game. Now I you s- just grab those and you go to a crafting bench, and you're like, you got to make chain link fences, and you go. Ch-ch-ch.
3: That's really um, cool. I, I saw all uh, your tweets about this, which I thought were like really fascinating. People are
0: yeah. people are venomous about this because obviously there's all that all that nonsense between Kojima and Konami, and. Yeah, it sucks. Like, Konami, there's all this stuff about how, like, maybe they're withholding, like, benefits for uh, Kojima's employees. Like, there's all this really... like, blackmailing people if they're trying to work at different yeah, companies. Yeah, there's, like, right. weird, scary, higher, high-level stuff. And what really sucks is, is that the th- people who are making that game have nothing have to do with Nothing with to do with, do with yeah. that. Yeah. And I don't know what to say, because there's that mentality of, like, oh, vote with your wallet. And it's like... I already own Death Stranding merchandise. I'm voting with my wallet. I'm supporting yeah. Kojima and his crew and I love what they're doing. But also I don't time, want
1: Metal Gear to die.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I love Metal Gear. Uh, I don't really want to support Konami as a company on this front, but at the same time that's it's not going to read to them as like, "Oh, a whole bunch of people didn't buy our game because they don't like our politics." Also, it's going like, to read as our game didn't sell. A bunch, bunch of, of these pachinko machines. A
3: bunch know? of this stuff was under like what, what was basically like uh, it, it was being planned under <laughs> Kojima like a lot of the stuff in this game was like happening during that production time.
0: This is one of the uh this is one of the, like I think one of the directors of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Yeah, and it's it's really weird
3: because like you're you have three options, right? One, straight up cancel the game lose money. That sucks, right? Cuz then there's just one less game. Mm-hmm. Two is you make the game, you call it Metal Gear something, you piss off everybody. Right. Three is that you make the game, you call it, you know, I don't know, like <laughs> Zombie boy. (laughs) Uncle Zombie's revenge. And everyone's like, hey, you guys ripped off Metal Gear gameplay and everyone hates it. So there's like, there's no winning here, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's like, but ultimately, like what you said in your tweets was like, there's a team of people who want to make a cool game and they're making it and it's cool. But that message will never get out Mm -hmm. because.
0: Also, to people being like, it looks like just a Call of Duty clone or whatever, and it's like, yeah, there's some elements of Call of Duty zombies in there, and they're showing, of course they're showing off all the tactical stuff because that's the stuff that sells. People like all that vest nonsense. You'll probably get those funny alligator heads and, like, pink cardboard boxes and all the weird goofy stuff that makes Metal Gear Metal Gear. Well, that's what I hope. Yeah, Yeah. I think they're going to have that. I mean, they showed off them, like, faultling sheep in, like, one of the demos. There is weird silliness about this game, but they almost never put that foot forward. (laughs)
3: They also said there's a single-player campaign
0: yeah which is um, like
3: what's that gonna be i mean right?
0: the fact
1: is that this is uh a side story
0: of metal gear i like that's how getting... you
1: play that soldier that snake left behind in like a weird vortex world yeah
3: snake that's pretty awesome to leave Behind
1: am in a vortex well
3: world. i like how the original trailer was just like snakes like i, I gotta get out of this game
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean i think that's that was kind of my big question and i mean brian brought this up a little bit i guess but like should it have the name Metal Gear on it? Like, does it feel like it needs it? Hey, I don't should, know. Uh,
3: should this be called Beyond? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, there it happens,
3: go. right? Yeah. Like, and just sometimes people just want to make it. That wasn't a-, a leading question. That was a genuine question. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like, let's, let's, no, let's, sometimes people just want to make a cool show. Yeah. And, like, sometimes people want to make a cool game. Yeah, there's, so there's a lot so of baggage. So. I, have a, I, have a I make feel like you're projecting Coach a little <laughs> bit. I don't know. I mean, IGN doesn't stop kind of funny from having health care <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, I there's mean, some holes in the I metaphor. It
0: kind of did, but that's really more a, a byproduct of America. Um, so anyway, uh, like yeah, this is this is weird. This is there. There are plenty of Metal Gear games that say Metal Gear that aren't really Metal Gear. Like there's Metal Gear Acid, which is a card game. There's uh, there's that weird iPhone game that came out alongside Four. There's Snake's Revenge, which was marketed as Metal Gear Two. Yeah. Right. It has nothing to do with Metal Gear. Snake yeah, looks like,
1: like weird VR missions.
0: There. Yeah. You know. There's a bunch of, a bunch of There's stuff. There's also about- a
3: movie called Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. that did Metal Gear before Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah. That Metal Gear ripped off from. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. Anything, I, I put up a video. I put up like the Road to E3 thing where I'm like, hey, I'm curious about Metal Gear Survive, but I mean, it's probably going to be there, blah, blah, blah. And it just got downvoted to all hell, and it's, it sucks because people are just so angry, and they're taking their anger out. Like, And I had people be like, yo, F-word, Konami. And I'm like, hi, I don't work for Konami. I just played their new game. They were cool enough to squeeze me right. in there without an appointment. The game is good. I don't know anything about their politics. Did you know they make gym equipment in Japan? That's kind of weird. I don't like those video games at all. The ellipticals. (laughs) It's it's very
3: odd that like... When the whole Kojima Fallout first happened, people were like, This sucks. We'll never get another Metal Gear game. Yeah. And like a year later, it's like, No, yeah, you will. And everyone was like, Yeah, but I hate
2: it. That's why (laughs) fandom is so weird. Sucks, man. It's okay for the thing you like to exist next to another thing that maybe you'll also like. Like the anthem's on here. Like a lot, there was this very weird, instant Destiny comparison. And I think a lot of Destiny fans really liked it for being something different. A lot of Destiny fans were like, They're ripping off Destiny. And it created this weird divide. Within four seconds of being announced, I find it so weird that like, just wait and see what it is. Yep. Maybe you'll yeah. like both. Like, I, I don't understand that like immediate like uh, I have to like one or the other
3: mentality. Also, as a guy that grew up watching weird space sci-fi garbage like Destiny's derivative
1: as hell. Yeah, like just everything derivative. Everything is except yeah. for Danganronpa three. Stop. Except for the Lion. No, I was <laughs> gonna let him talk because this is we got to talk about PSVR. We have not no. okay. About
0: okay. PSVR let him talk about all. Danganronpa and then Damn we do it. PSVR.
3: You really want to take cool.
1: a
0: short nap, Brian? <laughs> yeah, I'm We're
1: going you know, to we'll take a short nap, and we'll be back. No, no, talk, no, talk, talk, talk about Danganronpa. Talk about, talk about, about Danganronpa. How's it about Danganronpa? I want to hear about Danganronpa, because I made fun of you about talking about Persona, and all of a sudden I played 15 hours of Persona again this weekend, because that game is game of the year. Danganronpa? Uh, uh, I heard
2: that. No, Danganronpa, is, it, it's, a, it's a weird series. It really is. Uh, I think they are very smart and subversive. It's, it's a... Uh, game about anime tropes that embraces them as much as it makes fun of them it is so weird but so smart and so sharp and like the extremely short version it's it's a murder mystery game basically it is a uh an adventure game where you're stranded in a place and there's a series of murders and for each murder you investigate it and there's a trial and you figure out who did it and holy crap have they gotten smart like the mechanics are smarter the characters the characters they introduce in the thing i played are like such smart twists on, like, the archetypes in the other games. Like, I don't know, these games are just they're really special, and they're really quick. And, like, and they started on Vita, now it's, it's a coming beautiful... To PS4? Yeah, so okay. 1 and 2 are already on PS4. This one's on boats. It'll still be on Vita, but on PS4 it is gorgeous. It is, it is 4K, like, everything's been rebuilt from the ground up. The UI is different. Like, everything is smarter. It works better. Um, when you see a character, like, a character portrait comes up, depending on the angle you're facing, like, the background of it will change. Like, It incorporates the environment better. The minigames are smarter. Just everything about it, like, it's really cool.
1: Is this this the
3: kind of series that, like, if you're you're sort of saying, like, people, if you've slept on this in the past, jump on it right now? 100%. Yeah, I mean, because every... Can you...
1: Yeah, every case is...
2: Every, like, there's connections, but, like, it's still a brand new cast of characters. Like, I feel like parts of it I'm sure would be confusing sure. but I feel like is, it seems like it's Is
1: two
0: considerably better than one in terms of mechanics or is it So I like
2: the story of one and the characters of one way better but two yeah totally rethought the mechanics it added like an RPG system where you're leveling up as you go and where you can kind of keep track of things better and then it added like lots of like weird little like mini games within it that are mm-hmm. even separate from the main game I mean th- those games are like eight hours each like right.
1: they, could, you could oh, easily nice. jump into those S- Is and, Danger Up 3 this year or next year? Uh, September 26th Oh Sweet. wow okay. Well there you go Cool Alright yep. now we can talk about it okay. now, talk about your hat so games.
0: people got all mad because uh we didn't talk about this at all we ran out of time on the playstation post show or whatever in an the hour and a half we were recording that uh, anyway uh we didn't talk about psvr we didn't talk about psvr sony showed off a bunch of psvr stuff at their conference which is awesome because we were like we have expensive hats <laughs> with nothing to do with our hats we need yeah to do and they were like bang bang
2: bang like there was yeah even so even before the conference started they announced super hot is coming to psvr It's just so awesome. nice uh, one of the best yeah, so excited they with were that.
0: partnered yep. with with oculus so yep. it's kind of this weird legal gray area in terms of where that where that goes <laughs> yeah uh, i'm excited to play that i'm i do this thing with vr i think specifically with vr where i don't really want to demo something or i don't want to do it until i'm in my own living room and i get to play it on my own terms
3: as a uh, conjunctivitis.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm and, uh, with you. It's gross. I also I only do VR completely nude. It's just the only way. Otherwise, even at trade shows, with, the you're clothes not, get all confused with the camera. It's can't just, be naked if you're wearing a hat. Yeah. Uh, what? No, that's why it's why a lot like of how, out of your basement. <laughs> yeah, partially, but yeah, no, it's like Terminator. They can't go back in time with clothes on. It's going to screw it all up. Um, but no, they showed off a bunch of stuff at um, at Sony. Uh, first of all, Skyrim VR. Yeah. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? All of it. Yeah. So so that's
3: um yeah. that's an interesting one because I think. It's it's one of those things where people are like, hamburger, pizza. And you're like, I love both of those right. things. And you're like, oh, God, when you put them together, it's a disaster. Uh, this that is-
0: said, sometimes you get drunk and want to eat that thing.
3: And then you throw up. Yep. Which <laughs> Skyrim VR might do to a lot of people. We rocked the
0: hell out of that metaphor, Max. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is going to be interesting. There's two things happening here. There is uh, Skyrim coming to VR, and there's yep. Skyrim mm-hmm. coming to Switch. Uh, the Skyrim <laughs> Switch thing, I'm super fascinated by because... You've got Nintendo who's got a track record for like the most polished, like safe, functional games ever, and Bethesda, who puts out like <laughs> games where horses get stuck yeah, in the walls. This will
3: be the jankiest game Link's been instance, Wand of Gamble. This
0: is either Nintendo's <laughs> most broken game or Bethesda's most polished. Also, so, Skyrim
3: had a hell of an E3. Like seven yeah, announcements. Yeah, Skyrim hitball yeah, yes, coming to old. Wonder
0: Swan Color. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, then with VR, you've got like this entirely new environment to be playing in and like how do i know if like if this game has me like falling through stuff and just and and getting my head stuck in a tree yeah how do i know that like it's it's the game and not my lighting setup you know there's so many there's so many moving
3: there's so much weird stuff and it's like we heard it's not like node-based uh, so moving around the world, it's 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 sort of different, and you have the option of playing just like full on dual
2: stick, which is like
1: what, I don't yeah. know if you guys
3: have tried that with anything. I tried it with I tried it uh, with the Lorecraft, yeah, the
2: Tomb Raider one. It's the only VR thing that made me truly sick.
3: <laughs> yeah, like we, you know, I've, I've I've talked about like sea legs now twice in this episode, but a bunch of times when it comes to VR stuff, specifically PSVR, yeah. um, it's one of those things that if you can get it and you're awesome at it, and I see some people in the Beyond group and stuff like that who put on, like, the most... The, or, like, the least comfortable setting. There's, like, a setting that's like, make this as uncomfortable as possible, and they get awesome at it, then this is going to be a hell of a game. But I'm with Max. Like, this is... That's a janky-ass game. I don't I'm,
0: like, care. I'm super on board. It's yeah. going to be a mess. Uh, it's 60 bucks. It's 60 it bucks with, with no like it's i mean it's a new vr game it's skyrim and vr it's kind of clear what it is yeah uh, i, I wish know. that maybe they were like oh it looks like you already own the remastered edition oh it's 30 you know something yeah, right something yeah, yeah. like that i know it's a different or thing, do you but-
2: it's so confusing because bethesda's vr stuff is so spread out because like PSVR has this, but I don't think it has Fallout or Doom stuff. Well, yeah. we
3: saw an Amazon listing for Doom PSVR. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure oh, if that was pulled. It popped up during a year. It was a crazy week, but that's that,
0: entirely a new game, right? Right. And that's a that like node base. Like right. yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. And so I'm cool. way more interested in that because it was built from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And they're basically saying, like, hey, uh, this is how we're gonna use yeah. the strengths and weaknesses of this. This is just kind of like Here's Skyrim in VR. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Have at Um, So other thing got really, really excited is Final Fantasy XV Monster of the Deep, which yep. is a Final Fantasy what VR fishing cool, game. Yeah.
2: Like, what it's a cool perfect. way to be like, here is something that's totally separate from our main so, game. I love yeah. that
0: because I really I really enjoyed the fishing in Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. So is
3: this what happened to that the Final Promptos Fantasy prompto? Photo, mode. photo? Yeah. Yes. Where he was like, yeah. we're going to Because everyone who played it last year was like, that's bad. Yeah. Don't release this.
0: Huh. I think they were like, all right, we're going to scrap all that. right, and we'll make Yeah. That looks super fun. Very stupid. We'll yeah. I mean, like when I was playing the game, I was always like, "Oh, I gotta get on the road trip again. I can't just hang out here fishing because, like, you know, Gladio's mad at me. I gotta go, you know, train Mm -hmm. or whatever." But in this case, it's a standalone game, so it's like, no, I'm fish gonna, all I want. I'm gonna fish for you know chocobos or whatever. Uh,
1: uh, moss, moss, Dude, moss
0: looks great.
3: So as cute mouse, yeah. I, I really adore sort of like cute, quirky third person stuff on PSVR or VR in general. The kind of stuff that like pulls the camera back, but only to your sort of eye level, and it makes it feel like you're sitting in front of a table where a yeah, bunch of little toys. things are happening. Yeah. And I think with like this character. Uh, interacting with this tiny world there's something really special about mm-hmm. that and like you're I, like just looking at the graphics you're probably like oh that's like that's an interesting little game like oh there's a snake yeah but, but doing a, that yeah. in vr is it, yeah. it's night and day
0: you'll have like weird fuzzy stuff around the edges that makes you just feel like you're in like a picture book yeah so, and uh, it's a looks, it's a
3: brand new ip yeah. like i'm yeah, super I'm fascinated
0: really excited about that i love i love like mice that do stuff that aren't like super cartoony yeah like a
1: little stuart
3: little shout out to that dude yeah i
1: like, wrote that film That's weird. weird. I don't like that that at all. The twist. All right. uh, Also, M Night Night Shyamalan. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, I'm excited for the impatient just because I found out that it's a. Sixty years before. This is one of my favorite
2: Dawn. Marty moments. Was you were like, ah, they announced some stupid VR thing. I don't care about. And then we were like, oh, it's a set sixty years before Until Dawn. You we were, were like, like no. This vision looks incredible. <laughs> we'll see. That's what I just <laughs>
3: want Until Dawn too. what we were talking about before, like the Metal Gear thing, right? Like the struggle of calling something a new thing yeah. is like it's so hard to break through with a new IP yeah. in movies, in TV, in in anything. That's that's why they're like, oh, it's a Fargo TV show and all this other stuff. Like yeah. everything's got to be familiar. Yeah. Hey, it's the fortieth Transformers movie uh this is something that i think that if they just left it on its own people would have been like oh it's another one of those like mm-hmm. horror games so we have to go to an old-timey insane assignment. that was
1: exactly what i thought when i, I, yes. I first yeah, saw yeah, it because no, we you
3: only just demoed that one wilson's, uh, heart. wilson's heart which felt exactly like yes. this but in I black mean, and white
0: it's odd that they don't call it until dawn the inpatient yeah i was really uh, i mean I, they had until dawn, rush of blood, blood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right maybe i was maybe really surprised at that or something came out later I like a press release
1: yeah. yeah
0: uh and then there was star child where there's this thing that looks like the chick hydro man uh robot like the hydro bot whatever uh, it looks Schick like that but it's them, the big know. robot that's fighting yep. people it's again it's those demoing those uh like third-person vr games Never impressive. Actually, doing it is so cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. VR is really hard to
2: demo. I mean, we were talking about yep. this on the predictions episode. Like, it makes it mm-hmm. it makes it really hard to show people what are you actually getting until they walk into Best Buy and put the thing in their face. And it's right. the
3: same with like four K four K consoles yeah. and all this. Like, I, we're at this point now where like it's you cannot judge stuff by looking at a YouTube video on your phone. Yep. You just can't. Like. I mean, you, you can, you're, you'd be mostly wrong, <laughs> it's quite, yeah. but, but, sh- but you shouldn't, like, yeah. if you're really interested in this stuff, like you got to get out there and put the hat on or stand in front of a big 4k TV mm-hmm. and really get in so there really with see this, that
2: mouse with this huge list of games. I mean, in the absence of, I, I don't think there's any rapid fire. So before we get stuff that wasn't there, like, do you want to go around and say game of the show? Is that worth doing?
1: Spider-Man. Yeah. Is I is mean, the game, yeah, is is Spider-Man a, a game. game? Um, yeah, I, I mean, spider Man's my game of the show. Beyond Good and Evil is my thing of the show.
3: I want to yeah, give a quick fun. shout out to uh, two things. One, Evil Within 2, which yeah. I'm super happy they're making that game. Um, I'm kind of surprised we even got the first one to begin with because it was this like weird half spin off to Resident Evil 4. Um, I'm a
2: little confused they haven't said that it's, as far as I've seen, they haven't explicitly said it's Mikami directing and that's the same right. team. Like, I'm a little... Well, I've right. heard
1: it's not. Interesting. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, Well, I mean, the the one thing about the last game was that it was like not cohesive in any way whatsoever. So if this one makes a little more sense, which doesn't look like because it looks like there's pouring milk all over that. There's a (laughs) bunch (laughs) of milkmen in this one. And two is um, Bloodstained, which is uh, we got to see a very very early look at this game. It's it's years away, like most Kickstarter games. But um, they were cool enough to bring it by our live show, and it feels totally like the spiritual successor to Symphony of the Night. I'm a huge Castlevania fan, so. Um, i'm super into this no yeah definitely
2: yep.
0: cool um goldfarb anything or?
2: no i mean i, I guess something else I, I just there's so many games you know and i feel yeah, like yeah, we've, like well there's so many things we, we didn't, didn't get to have time, time to yeah. mention we're, like, we're running
0: over time and we yeah, yeah. we could we yeah. could easily uh, do
2: a second episode
3: yeah, next yeah. Week, yeah.
0: uh good thing is yeah there probably won't be a whole lot of news next week so we can, we can keep doing the same list because um, yeah, um,
3: i want to hear about the beyond good and evil thing
0: yeah, for sure yeah i got to interview the uh the creator of yakuza which is like that dude is intense. Uh, I was like, is he gonna be like a he gonna be like a businessman, or is he gonna be dressed like a like a, a menacing street thug? You know, yeah. and he shows up and he's wearing like leather van slip ons with yep. like spikes on them, and like a gold chain, and this like acid wash denim jacket with tears all over it. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad I wore a Hawaiian shirt. This is, this is good. I'm not overdressed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yakuza Six looks insane. It looks yep. gorgeous, and I'm stoked. That's I think coming out pretty soon. Remastered they remastered the they first whole
1: game. In the office they call him Doctor Kuz. Dr. Yakuza? Dr. Kooza. Dr. Kuz. Oh, Dr. Yeah, don't Dr. that. That's terrible. Um, I don't think
3: they did that at all. Yeah,
0: I'm also like, <laughs> I started, uh, Wolfenstein is like 10 bucks on, a, I think it's probably going off sale like tomorrow or something, but that's oh, yeah, like 10 jump, bucks over the weekend.
3: Jump on that uh, E3 sale on Honestly, just on, go on down, that
0: game is probably cheap as hell, like physical, yeah, otherwise. Get through the first uh, hour. Exactly, kinda, yeah, don't get turned off by the beginning. But, yeah. yeah, it's super fun. Parts of it are super dumb shooter, parts of it are like very Half-Life 2-esque, uh, mm-hmm. and then it's just this cool world, and the second one is looking really interesting, so... Uh, I'm stoked to check out more of that, which mm-hmm. I didn't expect going into yeah. E3. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are some of, the, some of the things from E3, some of the many lists that we have here. One of the we games we have, you
1: have listed is John Madams Football Fighter. <laughs> John
0: Madams Football Fighters. They're <laughs> back again, and they're throwing the food around every which way. It's not real. Uh, What's wrong with you? Anyway, I, I'm All tired, right. man. We're going to wrap this up and Woo. go home. Uh, and uh, as always, you can hit us up on Twitter if you've got more things to ask or complain about or whatever. I'm Max Scoville. <laughs> Brian is Agent Bizzle. Andrew is Garfep. And Marty is Mick McBiggity with two Gs and two Ts.
3: Yeah, and thank you guys so much for watching. Watching our E3 coverage. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, for anyone
1: we met down there. Yeah, like, for anyone yeah. we ran into, uh,
3: it was an absolute blast making mm-hmm. that show with you guys and for you guys, so uh, thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah. and uh, head on over to the
0: um, Beyond YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash and Beyond, and of course our group is uh, facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond, so hop over there and make some friends and talk about games and do whatnot. And that's it. That's the end of the show. Good night. We love you. Goodbye. Beyond.